Welcome to On the Throne, a podcast covering LA Kings, Ontario Reign, and it's preseason. Just watched game number two, so we're coming right after that one ended and all 14 rounds of the shootout that didn't make any difference anyway. I am Van Songarini, Dustin Brown's water bottle. That is Riker Jordan. Um, is this the podcast where we only talk about Brant Clark? Because if it's not, it should be. Fair enough. And that's Tanner Pitts. Uh, this is actually the podcast where we say Quentin Byfield's a bust. <laughs> Take it back. Oh, no. <laughs> you know I'm kidding. All right, all right, all right. Well, that was uh, a lot more exciting than I thought a preseason game would be. But uh, we got some training camp to talk about. So what you see, Tanner? What are some highlights from training camp for you? Um, well, Riker already said it, Brant Clark. Thank you. That's all we need to talk about, Brant Clark. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you guys next week on another episode of On the Throne. <laughs> no, I mean, like, we need to have a serious conversation about Brant Clark. Like, I don't okay. see, like, at what point, like, what does he have to do to make the team at this point? Like, he's played five games in the Kings uniform. He's scored in, what, three or, three or four, four of them? A point per the game, dude. Four of the five. Yeah, like, I mean, I know it's preseason and it's not, like, full lineups and stuff, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, and, boys, this is coming from Riker, who was all for sitting him back to the CHL. Yep. I just, like, if, if he gets sent back down, like, it's got to just be for asset management, right? Like, there's no hockey decision that you can make. To, who to are they trading, though, to, like, make room for him? I, anybody. That's where I was at last week is like, I don't have anything against Roy or any other defenseman, but if he's, if he's playing at this level, what are we doing? Like you have a hot hand, you have someone that's coming in, that's ready to win. And all he cares about is making this team win. I think you try to trade Sean Walker just because I like, I mean, if you're going to trade a right-handed demon, that's him. But like, if you have to trade Sean Dersey, like I, I, I wouldn't care. But, like, Sean Walker's kind of side for us, though, so that's not really opening a spot for him. No, but, like, I'm saying I think you pack – like, you, it's opening a roster spot for him, right? right. And then it's – you know, he's going to play, obviously. But, like, him on the third pair even, just, like, you break him in easy. He just brings so much to the Kings. I don't know how you don't put him on the team. I just don't get it. I totally agree. I uh I think the one thing to think about when we talk about asset management is at what point do we say, you know, so Sean Walker is one thing. And like for me, Matt Roy makes more sense because it does give us like a little bit more cap room. And Brant Clark comes in and, you know, say he plays more than a cup of coffee. He sticks through, you know, 60 plus games, whatever, who knows. At what point do you say that Roy, you know, giving up that space in the contract, maybe you might have some wiggle room to move in you, someone else. I just I don't, don't you, go ahead, Tan. I don't think you move Roy. Like you already have offense and Drew, and you got offensive Clark. You need like another guy to shut him down. And Matt Roy's been your best defenseman. Oh, uh, totally. Years. I mean, I just I think Sean Dersey. If you have to trade like one of the I'm guys for Sean Dersey, bro. Like you have Spence, who I, I might be better than Dersey. I know everybody loves Dersey because you know just everything he brought to the team last year. Goalie like, hugs. Talking about like who's a better player or who's projecting to be a better player. I just think it's Jordan Spence and Brandon Clark. Right like I just, yeah, exa- I don't, I don't think there's a big enough age gap to worry about that. I just defensively, I think Spence is better and Brant Clark is 
probably better all around, period. So, so the reason why I bring up Roy is because the other two out of that that three that we've talked about, except for Spence, because he can still go to the AHL, um, is Sean Walker can play left side and he's done it before. And Sean Dursey can play left side and he's done it before. Yeah, but you trade like in my opinion, you're trading a right handed D man in a package for a left handed defenseman. Sure. And then you don't need Sean Walker to play left side. And Matt Roy bring like he does the penalty killing. You know, him and Drew will handle the penalty killing so Brant Clark or who, you know, doesn't have to. Like I just Matt you need Matt Roy. Matt Roy's just too good defensively. You, you don't need a bunch of like offensive defensemen. Yeah, but what like I, what left handed defenseman I mean, so basically you'd have to if you're bringing in a left hand defenseman They'd have to be better than Toby Bjornfoot, right? Okay. But they'd have to come at a cap hit of less than, what, 2.8 is what Walker's at? 2.6, something like that? You're not going to find it, especially now. Now that the frenzy's over of free agency, you're not going to be able to really you know, get that deal that you want, especially for someone like Sean Walker, who is more or less uh, unknown if he's going to get injured again or some freak well, accident's going to happen. Like a in a package, though. It wouldn't just be Sean Walker. Sean Walker is probably in that package. I mean, Sean Walker makes 2.6. Like, it's, like, that's a pretty decent chunk. You know, like, you could find a left-handed defenseman, but I think you would be in a bigger package with maybe, like, an Ayafalo, which I don't think, but, like, a Lemieux, which is, a, what, another 1.5? Like, there you go. That's almost and four minutes right there. Like. So who's going to take that deal, and where's your left D coming from? Well, a lot of teams are looking for right-handed demon, and I don't know. I'm just saying I think that's what I would do if I'm the Kings. Or I guess you trade them for future assets, like draft picks. I mean, I could see, I could see like, Ayafalo and Walker going over to Seattle. I think he's still in Seattle for Alexiak because he has that physical presence. He is a, he's a solid D-man on the left side. Like, I could see something like that happening. But I, I don't see you getting much higher in the talent pool. Than, than uh, you know, I don't see than that. In the division either. <clears throat> you don't? Yeah, I don't know. So, it doesn't even matter about the names. I'm just saying, like, I just at what point is Brant Clark a lock to make the Kings roster <laughs> if it wasn't for asset management? Yeah, I mean, that's the like, thing I'm worried about. Is him on that assist tonight? Like, dude, it's that's so sick. He jumped up in the play like at the perfect time, which isn't like that's just instincts. Not everybody has it. That was great. And then when he gets the puck, he draws like two or three of the Vegas defenders to him and then taped to tape right onto Fiala. Great job. For, you know, yeah, great. And Fiala was sick too. Like, you know, I don't know the last time the Kings had a player that could do what he did tonight on that goal. I mean, Kempe shows flashes, but. And then just the little <laughs> flutter shot he had in the shootout too. I think. Oh, yeah, the shootout move was sick also. That was yeah, sick, that was nice. bro. A little flutter over the shoulder, dude. I was hoping that Clark would score again on the, on the overtime. Just push the boards open again. Just go for yeah. it. That was it was a good preseason game. Honestly, I I can't remember that the last time that a preseason game ended win or loss where I was like, damn, that felt like a regular season game. I just loved watching it with like all the the younger players playing, you know, and then Fiala obviously. The shitty uh, thing is, is that Cam's or not Cam, um, Peterson's out, Cal. Yeah, hopefully it's precautionary, but we'll, we probably won't know until yeah. tomorrow. 
Yeah, I figured he went out because, like, you know, goalie swap to see, you know, all right, you did the first period. Let's see, you know, what this guy does for the second. But it's like, I mean, Phoenix There's no well. reason to even take a chance, especially if he's supposed to be your guy this year. Right, but I didn't hear until the third period that he was out, and that was like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, that other guy wasn't bad. No, I think he played in the AHL somewhere last year. What's his name again? Copley? Phoenix Copley. Oh, Copley. Yeah, do you, I want to say he was on our division, bro. Was yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, I feel like it's Arizona. I feel like it's Abbotsford. I I, maybe Arizona? I could be wrong. I don't know. Henderson but he was Silver good. Knights. Was he? I don't know. I'm oh, looking no. it up right now. I don't think it was Vegas but or Henderson. But, um, and then last night in the other game, so Brent Clark played back-to-back nights and he has a point in both of them. And then Russell Morgan tweeted out his like advanced stats and he was like 64% Corsi four or something in his first game against a lot of the shark starters. Like that's well, impressive. Hershey Bears. Hershey oh. Bears. Okay. Um, so it was for Caps prospect. Yeah. He's a Caps prospect. That's crazy. He played two games in the NHL. Last year, 35 in the A. And I'm excited. That was that was something else. I mean, like, training camp is training camp, but to see all of them play like this against, I mean, not entirely, but more or less what we'll see out of Vegas for the rest they of the both, season. They started so many. Like, the Kings had their vet line, and that was about it. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas had their top two line. <laughs> yeah, and their best and their defenseman. Top four, <laughs> and their, their top four D-men, and then their starting goalie. Yeah. I know they brought in Aiden Hill, but still like Yeah. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I thought Gabe Velarde looked really good tonight too. Dude, he looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, that shot was nice too in the shootout. That yeah. he almost had to go off the skate too. Like I'm saying, I think him and Byfield could be so good together if they give him a try this year. They're just both absolute animals behind the net with the puck. And who goes on left? Kupari? Uh, I don't know. I hope. Kaliev. That would be nasty. Velarde just looked so good tonight. And I saw a couple, like, um, I saw Jesse tweeting back and forth with Sin City. Sinbin or whatever? Yeah, Sinbin, yeah. And Sinbin was talking about how he thought 13 was the best player on the Kings up to that point. Like, I, I just, I don't know. He looked really good. Hopefully. Oh, Clark, uh, Clark slammed Hill late in the game right there. Like, Je- Eichel, they, yeah. Eichel's begging for a penalty. I know this is still just preseason, too. Like, I don't want to, like, get too excited about it. But at the same time, it's hard not to. Yeah, he's... <sighs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, he's got to say, like, he's taking over Drew Doughty's spot. You would think they want to get him as many games in. Drew's getting older. Yeah, he has five years left. But wouldn't you want this guy to, like, I don't know, be mentored by him, I guess? I mean, that's what I'm thinking is especially like for those moments on the bench when, you know, the other pair is out to talk to Dowdy and learn from him. But that's why, like when we were texting uh, discord earlier, I was like, imagine just one game with, you know, Anderson and Clark just to see what that's like. I mean, I hope it's Clark and Bjornfoot and that could be your future, like second, first pair down the road, you know, but Bjornfoot needs to, Find his game. Yeah, I don't even care if, like Breaker said, I don't care if Clark plays fucking third pair of minutes. He just needs to be on the team. Yeah. First of all, it's going to help the power play. 
whether it's the first or second unit, and just produces. Like, he's going to help their offense. Tonight, he defended Phil Kessel on a one-on-one. He made countless other good defensive plays. Like, I don't see, like... His stick on the three-on-three overtime, bro? Like... Yeah, I don't see, like, glaring defensive issues. Even at the rookie tournament, we maybe saw, like, one or two bad... It was, like, the first play that we saw him. It was, like, literally the first shift. Like, I know he's not perfect defensively, but he's only going to get better. But, like, he's not, like, put him on the third pair, give him matchups, and let him grow. Like, Like, I just... I don't see what he has to prove left in juniors. You know, like he he's definitely good enough now. Like, what's he gonna improve at in juniors? Like, he he's just gonna, left to prove. Yeah, maybe he could work on a few things, but like, I don't think it's things he can't work on in the NHL as he's getting even better. You know. And I think I don't know. I know like you said we're we're so super excited, but the Kings have never had a prospect like he's the best offensive prospect since Drew Doughty, bro. He's probably their best prospect since Drew Doughty. I mean, maybe I'm forgetting somebody, and I know Quentin Byfield's right there, but I don't. Grant Clark just looks like he's going to be very, very, very good already. Like, imagine him not making Team Canada in the juniors. Like, what? What a joke. I think he has something to prove now. I think he wants to show Team Canada. He's going to remember everybody's names, like they said, on, uh, on Hockey Royalty. He's going to remember every single name that was on that list and be like, I'll be better than them. Don't worry. I mean, I, and the best part would be if he got an actual like roster spot on the Kings and he locked down minutes every night, he wouldn't, they might try to get him to go to the world juniors this year and he wouldn't go. Like, oh, well, sucks to be you guys. Yeah. I mean, I don't see the Kings letting him go at least if he's playing NHL minutes. I, I really hope that he never has to go back down. I really, that's just all I want from him. I, especially to watch, like, how aggressive he was. He looks so confident playing against, you know, veterans in the NHL, especially people like Phil Kessel. You know, that's just, it was awesome to see. Yeah, no, 100%, man. Oh, man. Dude, Kevin Fiala. I, this dude. Yeah, he uh, he looked good tonight. That drag down make- the center confused everybody. They thought he lost an edge. <laughs> He's just like, nah, I'm gonna score on you. Get over it. He just, I don't. He, he's. I know it was only one game, but he just seems like he just finds everybody in the offensive zone. He's just constantly making plays. I mean, him and you- Kempe were uh, pretty bad about the penalties tonight, though. I think they each took two. Yeah, that was rough there for a little bit. I was like, okay, so Fiala's going to take penalties and now Kempe's going to take penalties. But it just, I guess that's the way it worked out. It was kind of stupid, though. I don't know why Kempe was pulling on a jersey thinking that that's cool, but whatever. Happens. The PK looked good, though. Yeah, I mean, they definitely got some practice with it. And then the overtime uh, power play for the Kings was good. Nice shot by Kempe with the 1T. Yeah, that was nice. As Tanner was saying, he thinks he's turning into a Vegas killer, hopefully. That'd be amazing. He's the fucking Timo Meyer. Dude, on that, the Kings for Vegas. That dude, I I hate Timo Meyer. I respect his skill, but dude, he is the thorn in the Kings side for like the past year. Yeah, well, it's a good thing the Sharks still suck though. That's true. 
I still have nightmares about that that game last season, dude. I can't. I can't. So uh, when's the next preseason game? I didn't look. You guys know? Um, I don't. I do know that the Oilers got stomped by the Kraken, so it looks like I'm on my way to making 50 bucks this year. Oh, God. <laughs> tell, them about the van- uh, uh, tell them about the bet, Vance. Oh, yeah. So um, for everybody out there, I bet Tanner 50 bucks that the Kraken make it into the playoffs. And he Real bet quick, against... They play Wednesday against the Sharks. Yes, Wednesday. I just saw that, too. Okay, thank you. All right, sorry about that. Tell me about the bet. Yeah, so I told Tanner before before uh, the rookie tournament that I think Seattle's going to make it in the playoffs. I think they're going to dark horse their way into a wild card or, I don't know, knock someone out. Hopefully Vegas. And I bet Tanner 50 bucks, and he said they're not making it. He said, no shot. I'll take that bet. I'll make 50 bucks, and I... I don't know. Yeah, I don't see Seattle making the playoffs. I mean, they're going to be fun to watch, though, if Shane Wright and Matty Beniers are both uh, their one and two center. I mean, that's what I'm thinking is they're going to play everybody they got because they can't do two years in a row of being bottom. They might come close. They might not. They might make it in. It's kind of up in the air. But... They can be two years at bottom. Sounds fun. You guys have any other takeaways from the game tonight? Or any other training camp thing? I mean, like you said, Velarde looked good. I'm, I, I'd am i be surprised if he's... I mean, like, cause I guess he's going to take over Arvidsson's spot. Maybe not his exact place in the lineup, but he's filling in for Arvidsson in general, I guess. Yeah, he and that's going to be a big trial period for him. He, like, if he gets, uh, you know to play on that to line, or even if he gets to play with Byfield, like he has to show something before Arvidsson comes back, make it hard to take him out of the lineup, you know? Yeah. And if, if they, if they do and Clark is up, let's say Clark starts the season and they're like, cool, we could trade. I follow and Walker in a package deal and keep up Velarde and keep up Clark. I think this team is a whole lot better for that. Only time will tell. I mean, watching this game tonight with the absence of Doughty and, you know, a lot of other players that the Kings usually rely on for goal scoring and to stay one-on-one with Vegas while they had two lines full of veterans, I don't know, kind of kind of locks it out, in my opinion at yeah, least. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a perfect game. Like, Copley made some really good saves. They got double the amount of shots the Kings did. Like it wasn't perfect, but it was. It's good to see that um, they played well, and uh, <clears throat> without most of their defensive core, you know. Right. Exactly. I think Anderson and Edler were like the only two guys that were like mainstays last year in the Kings' D core. Yeah, I don't think anyone else really played that Edler. much for the team. Yeah, he said Edler. And Anderson, Spence played some, like, 30 games or something, but... I don't I even mean, know if it was that much. The only is, big uh, was... That. Is Jersey for... taking off the red jersey yet? Or is he still uh, in non-contact? I don't think so, but 
Todd didn't seem like he sounded like it was going to be too long before he's back. Yeah, that makes me it makes me wonder how serious the injury was for for Jersey, because he was one of the guys with the shoulder injury. Oh yeah, I'm sure he must have had to have surgery on it or something. But um, so when are we doing our over under episode? Is that going to be the next one we do? I'm down. Next weekend. Or yeah, this I mean, weekend. Yeah, it sounds good to me. I feel like we just uh, you know. By Come up with a list. We can do it Sunday after the Ducks game. Yeah, that's what I mean. We'll have that'd be perfect because then we'll have a couple more games of preseason to see like who's playing with who and whatnot, and then uh, we could do our over under episode. Yeah, I won't be able to watch the next one unfortunately. Sharks game. It's all right. We'll keep yeah. you up if it's even on TV. Well, it's unfortunate, Tanner, because I guess you're not going with me and Riker to watch the game on Wednesday. Oh no, I'm, I'm bummed. We're going all the way down to Staples. Toyota Arena, actually. That's why I don't know if it will be on TV. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think there's a couple of them there, the first couple. Huh. It's kind of weird that the Sharks did it at uh, SAP. They've done that before, though, because they, they broadcast the rain games there. It's just a weird camera angle. But I don't know. Preseason. Yeah, I'm down to do over-unders after the Ducks game. Um, yeah. If you guys have ideas on an over-under, you can send it to us on Twitter, at OnTheThronePod. We can oh, cool. uh, we can throw them in there, courtesy of blanky-blank. It could be anything. It could be hits. It could be how many times Brendan Lemieux is going to bite somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be anything. I'd be how many goals Brandon Clark's going to score in the NHL this year? 85. I mean, he better make the team. He's going to. I feel it. I would have bet the 50 bucks on Brandon Clark making it as a mainstay in the NHL this year. He at least better. If he doesn't make the team, like he better get the first like eight or nine games in, dude. Well, he, has to. he, he will. I, There's no way he won't. Well, at that point, Vance, if he's already there for the nine games, he's already has a roster spot, so you don't, you wouldn't have to move anybody at that point. Just saying. What do you mean? Well, if he's on the team for his trial period, like you still have to give him a roster spot during that trial, the nine-game trial. Right. So therefore, you said, oh well, who would you trade to make a roster spot for him? I'm telling you, if he gets his nine games, that he should. He'll already have a roster spot. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, boys, I'm uh going to bed. All right. Short podcast. Riker's leaving us. We'll uh we'll catch up with you guys after the Ducks game. We'll put it out there. But follow us on Twitter at the throne on the throne pod. Jesus, help me. Somebody help me. Jesus, take the wheel. Nobody knows. Edit that out. That sound perfect. All right, boys. I'll talk to you later. All right. Follow Riker at at Riker22. Holy shit, I need to go to bed. Follow Tanner at Tanner underscore GKG. And follow me at Longdog underscore OTT. Because.
Real quick. I know it's you welcome know to On the Throne, but I, I want to say something different. Episode number five. Okay. <laughs> there you see. All right. I'm going to put the Jeopardy music in here. covering Los Angeles Kings and Ontario Reign. Perfect. I forgot what I say, he said. <laughs> Man, it's five episodes. I don't have a rhythm down yet. Don't hate on me. All right. Everybody ready? Yep. <laughs> 